Hey, great day. So before we get into today's podcast episode, I have a huge announcement. We are bringing back the Abundant CEO Private Practice Bootcamp. This is a three-day virtual party that I'm inviting all mental health therapists that either want a private practice in the next six to 12 months, or you already have had a private practice, maybe for the last year, five years, or even over a decade, but you want to understand wealth and cash flow in your company. You want to learn how to show up as a CEO and work more on your business versus in your business. Maybe you want to assess the health and the wealth of your current or future private practice to really see if you're on the right path to increasing your revenue, to growing your practice, maybe to streams of income later, or maybe even a group practice. Bottom line is you will walk away from this three-day bootcamp clarifying and understanding your niche, understanding how to show up as an abundant CEO, and most importantly, assessing the health of what you believe is a profitable private practice. So head down to the show notes and go to the link drtk.com forward slash links and sign up for the bootcamp. I'll see you there. Now let's head into the podcast episode. Hey, my name is Dr. TK, and on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant mental health business tools to help you become the person you were meant to be. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist working for a government agency and being a professor for over 18 plus years into building a multi six-figure mental health business. My goal is to remove the employee mindset and replace it with an abundant CEO mindset. We will uncover the good, the bad, and the ugly of business ownership. I believe that you can make a wildly abundant living and become unapologetic while also dreaming big, enjoying life, and making a huge impact in your community. This is the Therapists Deserve Abundance Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Prosperous Private Practice Boot Camp. I am your host, Dr. TK, licensed clinical psychologist and the number one therapist business coach. So if you are watching in the Facebook group, what I would highly recommend is that you um, give StreamYard permission so that you can comment below. And I would like you to head over to the chat box and let us know your licensure type and the state. And I'm going to start pulling some of y'all on screen in terms of like what y'all saying to me in the chat box. All right. And so um, we have a Facebook user. So Facebook is a little funky sometimes. They don't like to put names, but that's okay. We have an associate marriage and family therapist in California. We have Stacy. She is in L- She's in Virginia. She's an LPC. We got Kelly. Um, she's one of our DTA alumni. She is a, a licensed marriage and family therapist in California. We have another clinician from North Carolina, LCSWA. So one of the things that I really love about this part is that we can see how all of these acronyms (laughs) like change from state to state, right? We got people tuning in from Philly. Okay. We got LMHC and Indiana. Hey, Raven. We have another clinician licensed in Maryland and DC. I love it. LMFT in California, Pending, we declare it, all right, in Maryland. We got Florida in the house, Ashley, LMHC. We got New Jersey, let's bring on the East Coast, LPC. We got Texas, y'all popping up in here. Okay, we got Georgia, LCSW, we got Crystal. 
We got another Floridian, okay, LCSW. Okay, California in the house, Kimberly LMFT, and then North Carolina LMFT. So as you all continue to get on here, make sure that you uh, tap into that chat box. Now, let me do just a brief, brief announcement, okay? Um, I am streaming live in various locations. And so what that means is um, people will see it on LinkedIn. They'll see it on YouTube. They will see it. Um, on the general Dr. TK page, right? But then, of course, we also have our dedicated uh, Manifest a Profitable Private Practice, the actual boot camp group. And so what's very important, and I want to make sure that I stress this, the workbooks that align with this boot camp will only be published in the actual bootcamp page. So if you are watching this on YouTube, don't do anything right now because I don't want you to tap out and then gotta wait for our team to let you in. But what I would highly recommend you do is after we go live and we wrap up, I want you to immediately go over to drtk.com forward slash bootcamp. If you follow me on Instagram, just click the link in my bio, get access to that group so that you can also get access to a free course to help you assess the health and the wealth of your current or future private practice. But also you want to be able to access all of this information plus some bonus stuff that will only be available this week and next week. We got some surprises dropping that only the people in that Facebook group will be able to participate in. So make sure that you head to drtk.com forward slash bootcamp, all right? So that's like my little brief announcement. Um, Now, if you need that extra push, okay? Uh, This week, we're talking about the 80-20 rule. I do something called Abundance Affirmations Monday through Friday. And if you need that extra, I need to get up in your behind to get your business on the next level, then I would encourage you for mindset reshifting every single week, talking about money, talking about abundance, talking about business and career. If you need that extra oomph at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, Monday through Friday, we send out a text message. All you have to do is text the word abundance to 310-388-8603. Again, 310-388-8603. All right. So those are all my announcements, y'all. Let's go ahead and get up in here. I see somebody that's a side D from Oakland. Come on now. We got Colorado. We got Virginia. We got South Carolina. And we got some more Floridians. Okay. And so let's go ahead without further ado and get started. I am going to share my screen and do me a favor. When I share my screen, if somebody can put out there in the world that you could actually see my screen. Okay. So can y'all see my screen? Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, so let's go ahead and get into this party. So by all means, um, I am the coach that likes participation. So I thrive off of y'all talking back to me. So you're going to see certain parts that I'm actually going to have you participate. All right, so let's go ahead and start the boot camp. This is day one. If you don't know, we are in a six-day boot camp. I said five low-key, but you got a bonus on Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. Pacific Standard Time. We'll let y'all know all of that, um, you know, throughout the week. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started. So the objectives of the boot camp is as follows: We want to make sure that you are manifesting abundance over failure. That is big, right? So put a yes in the comment box if you are feeling all of this. The goal is to manifest abundance over failure. We are going to talk about profitability and really do an assessment on what do you have set up up here in your mind and in your back office, or what are some of the things that you are exploring for your future private practice so that you can get a good head start, right? We are going to do a treatment plan 
for your future or current private practice. And so y'all may be like, now, wait a minute. I didn't sign up to go to therapy. You did this week. Okay. You are going to therapy for your business. So put a yes in the comment box if you are ready to give your business a treatment plan. Okay. We are also going to be talking about, which is why do a community collaboration over competition, right? Collaboration over competition. So we are in an online space in these days, in this new era, where it is behooves of you to get out there and collaborate with other people, especially around the growth of your business so that you're not doing it by yourself. And then of course, we're really gonna get into performance over procrastination. What is taking you so long? If you tell me, oh, it's not right, the right, it's not the right time, well, let me know when is the right time. And if your answer is you don't know, then right now is the right time. So the fact that you're either here watching live or you're watching later, the fact is you made the decision already to just show up. So you're already like 10 steps ahead of the general public, okay? So I see all these yeses. So, okay, y'all got me all fired up, right? And we just started. So meet your instructor, a little bit about myself. I am not that person that has like a webinar live stream where I'm gonna sit here and talk about myself for 30 minutes and go over it with 10 slides, hallelujah. Okay, so we just gonna run through this. I've been a clinical psychologist for now 13 years, right? I've been a college professor for a little over 18 years. I've been a clinical supervisor for 12 plus years. Dissertation chair, I am your girl. Not right now, though, <laughs> but I am that girl. I am that woman. Um, I also developed mental health programs in the community for nonprofits, various nonprofits over the last uh, 15 plus years, plus community agencies. I am a course creator. I am a digital CEO. I am celebrating or I did celebrate last month in July my 10 year anniversary for having a profitable solo practice. Hello. And then I also built from scratch a very, very profitable group practice that I had until I decided to shift, focus on teaching therapists, coaching therapists. And then I also got pregnant. So I chose to make the decision to just serve therapists in a different capacity. And I end up passing along my gift for having a group practice into my students that went through the Dope Therapist Academy, but then they graduated into a program called the Mastermind. And the Mastermind is for group practice, but you got to get your solo practice in order first, okay? So I had a group practice for five years where I um, supervised and um, hired licensed clinicians eight at a time, plus an admin team. In terms of my clinical work, I've served children as young as four, adolescents. I did baby psychological assessments. Um, I did psychological testing, served adults, couples, family, conjoints, treatment, groups, facilitated workshops, worked in correctional facilities, worked for the Los Angeles County Department of Mental Health. So if you're a government employee, I feel you, right? Um, I've worked in schools K through 12, um, various nonprofits and various community organizations. And I can officially say, your girl is the number one therapist business coach, okay? So meet your coach, all right? Let's go ahead and have some fun. So I want you, which we already did, so if you didn't do this, make sure that you head to the comment box and put your state license type. Now, this is one thing I do want you to do right now, and thank you so much for the congratulations. Put how many years or months, or if you're just getting started, that you've been in private practice, because me and my team will go back and look at these comments on all the platforms. And I do want to know who I'm talking to. So let me know 
how long have you been in private practice or when do you plan to open up a private practice? So we got 22 years. That's two decades and two years. Okay. That is a long time and you are prosperous. That is awesome. Right. Eight years. We got one year and we're going to keep them coming. Right. But bottom line is it doesn't matter where you are right now. I really want you to be present. Okay. That is the biggest thing. Because we all are on different levels, okay? So, and some people are starting, okay? Effective this year, fourth quarter, okay? So keep going because I want y'all to engage with one another. So let's go ahead and dive into some mindset shifting work because this is going to lead to you doing a clinical, some clinical work on your private practice, okay? So myth number one is, and I'm going to say I as though I'm you because I have been some of you, right? So myth number one for prosperous private practice is I have to leave my job in order to have a private practice. Now, we all know that that myth is false, right? You have to create a plan to have a successful private practice. So what happens is some people see people leave their job and they're not successful primarily because they don't have the foundational framework for a profitable practice. They are what I call a floater. They just roll out of bed and have a private practice. And then they, by default, may end up going back to their job or just declaring that it's been a failure. It's been a flop. And it's just simply, do you have stability before you go and open up a practice? Okay. Myth number two, having a full caseload predicts success in private practice. (laughs) Now, we're really going to laugh at that in the last two years. Just because you have clients does not mean you have a business. So put a one in the comment box if you like, amen, 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 whether it applies to you or not. Just because you have a caseload does not mean that you have a business, let alone a private practice. And we're going to dive in this whole week about why that is, especially on Saturday morning when we talk about is your private practice recession proof and pandemic proof. And hell, we can add monkeypox proof. I mean, whatever proof you want to have, right? Because we are in a state of damn near pandemic after pandemic. Okay. Uh, Myth number three, I can be successful and run my practice all by myself. Okay. So I see y'all saying amen in the comment box. Thank you for being aligned with me. False. Okay. You will burn out. And I do believe that therapists felt this the most, If you were in practice in 2020, you got hit with that burnout December 2020, if not by January 2021, and again, January 2022. So remember, you cannot scale, meaning duplicate yourself. So the difference between growing and scaling a business, for those of you who like to just throw out saying, oh, I'm scaling, scaling is not, and we'll talk about this again in one of the days of the bootcamp, but scaling is not, oh, I just got a full caseload, oh, I'm making more money. Your business, your money is going up but so are your hours. So you're not scaling, you're growing. If you want to scale, you got to hire. So we're going to dive into that as far as your treatment plan over the next you know, few days. So most therapists believe that starting a private practice is as easy as only completing the intake paperwork, progress notes, and doing whatever you got to do for billing, charging a card, or super bills, right? But the truth is most therapists lack at least a five-year plan written down, not in your head, not on Canva on a cute vision board. Most therapists lack writing down a five-year plan with incremental steps 
and some type of framework to help their clients get from A to B so that eventually their clients will graduate from treatment. That is the goal. My goal is not to keep clients on my caseload for the rest of my life and for the rest of their life, right? So if you had a business plan, you would actually know that it's going to help you get everything organized so that your back office can run on its own, right? Put a two in the comment box if you would love for at least 75% of your back office or team members to run on autopilot, meaning you have to set it up in the beginning. It may be a lot of front load work, but over time, if you're a good leader and you don't want to burn out and you want to take vacations and not have to check your inbox, not have to send somebody their paperwork, you can build a wait list and your system can do things, right? you can then start scaling your business because scaling your business is working less while earning more. But you can't do that if you want to wear a cape and you want to do everything on your own. So I see a lot of people wanting to automate, which means you got to learn how to trust people. Okay. So in day one today, we're going to be talking about manifesting abundance over failure, manifesting abundance over failure. So we're going to talk about the biopsychosocial model, which if you're a therapist, clearly this should not be something foreign. But even if it is, we're going to take a little bit of time just to break down, well, how do we do a biopsychosocial intake on a client and how can we apply that to our business? We're going to use this model for an assessment of your business. And so we're going to do a point scale. So make sure that you have your pen and paper ready, whether you're watching live or later. Okay. Put a one in the comment box if you got a pen or something to write with. And all you're going to do is keep score. And at the end, I'm going to have you put in your scores during certain sections. Okay. So make sure that you have your pen or pencil, get your baby crayon, get something right. So there are no partial credit points. Like, don't ask me, can I, if I got half of you for the comma, the other half of the comma I got, can I get credit? Absolutely not. That's the kind of professor I am, right? You didn't get partial licensure. And so if the answer is yes, you earn whatever the points are on the screen. Um, stick around though until the end so that of course I can give you your fast action acti activity. Don't dip out too early, okay? And we do got a surprise because we're gonna be hearing from some of our uh, therapists that win in their private practice toward the latter part, okay? So let's look at bio. When we look at bio, it's really focused on internal, also known as like genetics, hereditary, right? When we're looking at clients. So now let's apply that to your business. If the answer is yes, give yourself 25 points on your paper, okay? You work at 100% of your capacity when no one is watching. Meaning, whether let's just say times that you're online, you're actually doing the things that you need to do to work on your business, whether it be working on your business plan, figuring out how you're going to market clients, or, or do you only work when you're in front of your damn coach, when you only get in front of other therapists, when you only log into Facebook? If that's the case, the answer is no, because that means you got to have people watching you in order for you to work. Absolutely not. Next question is you review failure and implement the lessons the next go round. If the answer is yes to that, give yourself 25 points. So hopefully, if this does not apply, I hope that you also take a note of, oh, shoot, like every time I fail, I just switch modes and say I'm going to move to a different stream of income because you give up. Successful people don't give up. They figure out what went wrong and then they do it again. Number three, you don't ruminate on problems. It doesn't mean you don't think about them or feel them, but you don't let them stay. You rather think about the solution and then you go execute it so that you can get yourself out of the rut. Give yourself 25 points if the answer is yes. 
You recognize that there's a problem. You may get upset. You may cry, but you don't let yourself sit there for no damn week. You feel me? So do you go more toward the solution and execute it and get up? Number four, you take risk and are actually okay with walking into a season of the unknown. Meaning a lot of us walk into the season of the unknown when the situation that we're in since 2020 started to die down. It ain't over. But some of us walked into a season of the unknown with saying, I'm not opening it back up my office. I'm just going to figure out a way to keep doing it online. That is technically walking into a season of the unknown. So I want you all to put your final scores in the comment box. Put If some of you may have zero and that's okay, because that may mean that you haven't started yet. That's fine. Okay. So I want you to put your final scores in the box. Okay. Put your final scores in the box before we go to the next section. All right. So be accountable to you. We got 50, we got 25s, 50s, 25s, 75s. Okay, so keep those numbers coming, 50. Okay, so type your number in and then get your pencil again. Okay, thank you for being, this act of learning makes you accountable, by the way. If you do things as we're doing it, even if you're watching the recording, active learning sticks around longer. So don't just sit here and watch me talk. Okay. Let's go on to the next section. So if you have a paper, you may want to write like the cycle, the mind part. We're on part two of the biopsychosocial model. So number one, 90% of the time, you know that you can make over $150,000 a year. I didn't say what stream of income. I'm just saying, you know, 90% of the time of your daily living, the hours that you're woke and conscious you believe that you're really capable of making 150K gross a year. Give yourself 25 points on your paper if that's accurate, okay? Number two, you believe that you can niche down and be profitable in business. Do you believe that you can niche down and be profitable in business? Even if you're working on it, do you believe is the key word. Give yourself 25 points, okay? Number three, you believe that you can have a profitable business and a luxury lifestyle, meaning you can put in the work and have profits in your business, delegate, do all the things so that you ain't doing everything by yourself, and you can have a luxury lifestyle. You don't have to skimp out on yourself because you're putting all this stuff into your business. And then next one is you are clear about your five-year goal at minimum in business and whom you want to serve. So for example, I can say, I really want to have a full-time private practice right now and part-time. And I know that I want to serve to some capacity children. I don't know what that's going to look like, individual group, conjoint therapy, but I know I want to serve children. So I want you to put your score in for the mind section from zero to 100. What is your score? The average score for the previous section, it looks like was 50. So what is your score for the mind? What is your score for the mind? So we got 50. Thank you, Monica, for putting like so we can see the division. So we got mine 50, 75, 100, 25, 75. We got some 75s. Okay, so this is good because that means that, I mean, our mind is really the key player when we're having success in our business. So it looks like the average, uh oh, we got some 50s. So we, we, we average in between 50 and 75, okay? But I see our DTA students are getting 100. So that, that shows me something because we all know during them previous boot camps, you feel me? <laughs> the scores were not 100. So that shows us that what we're doing over time with personal development in our community is working. All right, next section, right? Social, this is your external environment related to, again, business success. So number one, you hang around some individuals. They don't have to be your whole circle, but you hang around some individuals that are eight 
to 10 steps ahead of you. So for example, when I was making $50,000 when I was postdoc, my goal, if I really wanted to make a lot of money is that I need to connect with people who are making um, eight to 10 times that amount and, or if not having success in their business, eight to 10 steps ahead of where I'm at. If I'm making $100,000, I need to connect with people who are making multiple six figures, even seven figures. If I'm working alone and I don't have a team, I need to work around people who got a team. So if you do that, give yourself 25 points because this will stunt your growth, okay? Number two, 90% of your conversions about your, um, not, I'm sorry, 90% of your conversations are about abundance and not lack, meaning 90% of the conversations that you're engaging in, whether it be your partner, your kids, your friends, your colleagues, you're not focusing on what you don't have. You're not wishing. You are focusing on being grateful for what you have and what you're working toward. So you're watching your language instead of complaining that you just don't have something. Oh, I ain't got enough money, sis. You know what I'm saying? Like if that's where you are, laws of attraction, like a boomerang, it's going to keep coming back to you in that form. Okay. Um, next one, you can splurge on yourself and not feel guilty or be judged by your circle like peers or your own internal thoughts. It got to be all or nothing. So you can splurge on yourself, whether it be a vacation, time off, um, first class flights, um, taking your child somewhere or, you know, whatever. You can splurge on yourself and those you love without feeling bad or judged by others in your circle. And then next question is, you have at least one person who gets you and pushes you to win, whether that be a person in your home, a colleague, a coach, a mentor, a bishop, a pastor, a preach, it doesn't matter your dog. But nevertheless, a person who gets you and pushes you, okay? So before we go into the full score, I want you to put your points for social. What is your score for your external environment? Because again, this directly correlates with how you show up every day. Because if you're not connected to the right people, you're not even going to be motivated because we need both internal and external motivation at some point in our career. So we have a lot of 50s, which shows me that we got to work on improving your connection with positive community, with positive community, okay? So we got some 75s, we got some 100s, 25s, okay? All right, so let's break down these scores. So I want you to know what your score was, okay? So go back to your bio score, zero to 100. So let's go from the top down. If you scored 100, and let me know with emojis, yeses in the comment box, does any of this resonate like, damn, she got me, right? And some or all of this may be accurate. And I said maybe, right? So if you scored 100, what that potentially means is despite the outcome of what you're doing in your business, you are ready for the challenge. You look forward to the harvesting season, meaning you look forward to shit, stuff going wrong because the outcome is always growth to you. That is somebody who scored 100. If you scored 75, you want to win, but sometimes you allow distorted and defeating limiting thinking to take you out of the race. So you good, but as soon as you believe like maybe it ain't it or you start comparing yourself, all of a sudden you like, oh man, forget it. I don't want to do it no more. I quit. 50, a score of 50 is you flow up and down with the belief that you can be, do, and have any, anything that you want. 
beyond personal and business or career, right? This does prevent stability in your business and your life. Those two go hand in hand. Stop trying to compartmentalize them like they're separate because as you, I don't know if you can see, I'm working in my house, right? So when my sons are home out of school, I become a mom as soon as they in this house, right? So my house has now integrated with my business, okay? So ask yourself, are you flowing up and down with the belief that you can or cannot have what you want? If you score 25 to zero, you simply have not started your private practice or you lack the awareness and or confidence to believe that you can have an abundant lifestyle and successful business. So put a one in the comment box if you feel like some or part of that answer resonates with your score that you put on your paper. Because remember, bio is nothing but internal. So we can't blame other people for this. I mean, for mental health or whatever, you might be able to blame hereditary, but I mean, and you technically, you can look at maybe what's been passed down to you through utero. But after 18, what do we tell our clients? Oh, no, nah, son. Like, that's what I used to say to my juvenile kids. Like, after 18, we got to just rewire your brain, right? You can't keep just saying, oh, your daddy wasn't in your life. I mean, my daddy wasn't in my life, but shit, I figured it out, <laughs> right? So if you want it bad enough, you go after it. Go look at your psychology score. Okay, so again, zero to 100. If you score 100, that means that you believe in wealth and abundance and you will do whatever it takes to hit your goal no matter what. If you score at 75, you have the vision to be successful and abundant, but you allow ruminating thoughts to talk you out of your next level. Soon as something doesn't go your way, you throw a goddamn adult temper tantrum to the point where you talk yourself out of your next blessing, okay? 50, you may find yourself in an ambivalent state like you switch your mind every damn day in which you start the process of change that will lead you to success. But after a few doubts, you know, some hiccups in the road, maybe just one hiccup in the road, you resort to old habits like I told you one gonna work. Bullshit. Like, OK, it didn't work that day. Try it again. What do we tell our clients? If it didn't work this week, I'll give you another strategy or I'll give you this number one strategy that does work, but you didn't apply it correctly. So go do it again. Right. We tell our clients that we tell our kids that. But for some reason, it's hard for us to sit on the other side of the couch. Right. Twenty five to zero. Again, you either have not started yet. You don't know where to start or you have developed a sense of straight up hopelessness. Hopelessness is not just applied to our clients. It applies to you as a business owner, or you have a fear of failure to the point where you don't even try to bother to learn anything new because you're already talking yourself out of, it's not going to work. I've already seen people in which it doesn't work. And so I don't want to try it. It's too much work, right? So you may just, again, be starting out or not knowing where to begin. So thank you. Um, Doctora, she said, absolutely. I can acknowledge ruminating. Thank you. Okay. So let's go into the second section. I mean, the third section, external, your social score. So again, put a one in the comment box if this is resonating with you. If you scored 100 in this area, you do have a get it crew. You got an abundance crew, right? You desire to engage in relationships that can help you go to the next level. You're invested in relationships and you don't mind being a small fish in a pond sometimes. Meaning I can be in a room full of multimillionaires and I'm cool when I was at 500,000. I was cool only earning $100,000 when people were earning more, multiple six figures. Why? Because if I'm in that room and they make more than me, that means that they know something I don't know. So instead of me being in my zone saying, I don't belong here, I'm the only black person in the room. So fuck what? Like at the end of the day, I'm getting what I need. Okay. 75, you know what, you know that to go to your next level, you must be around people who are at that level to eight to 10 steps or beyond. 
You know that. However, you may find yourself being the highest earner in the room. Maybe that is tapping into your ego, which also means that innovation reaches a cap. Your ideas will reach a certain threshold, like a thermometer where the temperature is going to, like your heater or your air conditioner in this season. Soon as it hits, whatever you put on your thermometer is going to shut off, right? So you got to be really careful that your goal is not to soothe your ego to be the highest earner in your circle, because that's not going to serve you either. Score 50. You are a floater. On one hand, you love how it feels to share your success with other people or online. But on the other hand, when you are informed by somebody in your circle of what it really takes, when they push you, when they challenge you of what it takes to go to the next level because you want what they have, you throw in the towel even before the conversation is over. 25 to zero. Again, you're just getting started, which is why you're here. Great, you're in the right place. Or you lack, let's just say you got a private practice. You lack the resources to connect with others that are at the level where you want to be. So do me a favor, put a two in the comment box. If you feel so far, like I'm triggering you, I'm pushing buttons like, yo, she really spoke to me in all three sections, or at least in one of the sections, I've got some work I need to do. So don't just get off this live or this video and then go treat your clients and act like you ain't got a diagnosis. Like we don't have to create a treatment plan because you need one if you want profits and to keep increasing over time, right? So you may be wondering, okay, this is all great. These scores are cool. What does all this truly mean, okay? So in so many words, because I'm talking to therapists, I'm talking to my people, clear your baggage. Habits die hard. The reason why you may not be able to go to your next level is because you resort to doing things out of comfort. Okay, so let's briefly talk about the be do have because I'm going to go into it on, I believe, day five. Okay, so the be do have model in the personal development world is focusing on you transforming into the higher level version of you, meaning the person on your vision board from the inside out. Oh, maybe we do it in day four. We do it at the end of the week. Right. But you got to think about that. The inside out. Right. So some people really focus on, well, how much money do I want to make? And then they'll think, okay, well, what do I need to do to make that much money? And then, oh, I'll become successful once I make that money and I do those things. That's working from the outside in, okay? It's very similar to the gym. New year, new me. Everybody go out and buy new damn workout clothes as though that's going to change your mindset to create a new habit to work out. Absolutely not, right? You have to become the person who wants to work out to have the abundant lifestyle in the gym and health that they want, right? So let's talk about the facts. Let's get real. I want you to do a reflection and we're going to participate in the comment box again, live or later, right? Meaning if you watch them later, do it as you watch it. So I want you to reflect on the last 12 months. Okay. So, and this is if you have a private practice already, if you don't just pay attention to the comment box. So how much money did you earn from private practice only serving your ideal clients? So if you don't know that this is something that you need to write down, like, damn, I don't know because I could say, how much money did you earn in your private practice? But if you're a person where 100%, 100% of your caseload does not reflect your true ideal client, meaning who you want to work with in this season, that shit don't count because that means that your business isn't really set up the way that you want it to. So if this has triggered you, you need to actually write this question down and then say, damn, in the last 12 months, how much money have I actually made from my ideal client caseload? Right. And you'll see the hashtags because what we're speaking to is what we highlight in our Dope Therapist Academy private practice program in terms of what I teach them. So we talk about 
confidence, right? Maybe you are not confident, which means you don't want to niche down. And maybe you don't want to take the time out to create systems for your business so that you can track this information. Um, next thing you want to think about in the last 12 months, how much of that money did you pay yourself? So let's just say you're in a very good place and you made only from your ideal clients 75K. You, you pop it, right? 75K in a solo practice, you're good. So how much of that money did you pay yourself? So now what we're really tapping into is how do you value you, right? What kind of operating procedures do you have set up for your business in your back office? Are you operating as a business owner or are you operating as a side hustler? Um, are you focused on your business being for profit? Because if you ain't got no profit at the end of the year, you what's called a nonprofit. And unless you are a 501c3, I don't really see how your business is going to stay woke. So put a one in the comment box if that just triggers you like, damn it, am I actually valuing myself based on how my payroll is set up? And if you're not paying yourself enough, maybe you're not getting paid enough. And if you're not getting paid enough, is it the clients that are not coming to your practice for marketing? Or are you not showing up talking to the right clients so that they can show up so that you can serve them and actually hit the amount of money that you want to hit? OK, so next thing to think about in the last 12 months is your caseload so stable at least nine months out of the year, you can see and predict your money, okay? So what we're really speaking to is, do you know how to market beyond the pandemic, all right? Are you consistent with your numbers? And the only way you're gonna know this is if you actually pay attention to your numbers. We're also talking about predictability. So in our DTA program, we actually teach them how to predict their income for the next year based off of what they're currently doing now and what they wanna do What they want to do in the next year that will be a fraction of what they're working on for their five-year goal, right? So when you look at your caseload over the last year, is it stable at least nine months out of the year? And the reason we chose nine is because Typically, people take vacations. More than not, it'll usually be around June or July and November and or December. OK, so you need to know the patterns of when your practice takes a dip so that you can estimate, well, maybe this is when you should be taking a vacation similar to like school. OK, um, when a client graduates, do you do, um, do your marketing strategies fill the slot in less than 14 days? So put a yes or a no in the comment box. If or when a client graduates from treatment or you deem that their case needs to be closed, right, but they're done, based on the current marketing strategies do you have, do you know with 100% certainty that you have marketing strategies set up, a yes or no in the comment box, that that slot will be filled in within 14 days? Put a yes or no in the comment box, okay? Because what we're really speaking to is, did you learn how to market or did you by default just expect that people would come to you because you posted on psychology today or you posted on a directory, right? So some people do and some people don't, right? Um, we got some yeses and we got some no's, all right? So next question, ooh, put a one in the comment box if your answer is yes. Put a two in the comment box if your answer is no. Actually, no, 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 I'm sorry. Let's do this over. Just put the number. How many CEs have you taken to grow your business in the next 12 months. If zero, be real with me. Say, shit, I did everything for evidence-based practices. I've done everything for clinical supervision, ethics, um, everything else, but I ain't did no CEs on growing my business. So put a number or zero. How many CE credits have you taken for your business? If you've taken some of my CEs and you don't know how many, just say, I've taken three CE workshops with you. 
or something in the last 12 months, all right? So what this speaks to is you showing up as a business owner, you forwarding your success in terms of business growth, not just you being a better therapist, um, and you're increasing your knowledge about simply what you didn't learn in school. Shoot, I got a lot of zeros. Some people say 35, some people say 16, but we got way more zeros. Everybody needs to write this down. Probably, why am I not? A higher quality question would be, why am I not taking CEs about business? Okay, so let's keep going. All right. How many courses have you taken about business? So put this number in the comment box. Now, DTA will be considered a course, but it's a coaching program. Um, you may have taken a course on email marketing, um, on speaking, right? And you can go speak about your expertise in mental health. How many courses, meaning how many investments have you made? How many programs have you joined that is focused on business, not you being a therapist? So what, again, we're talking about is knowledge, your ability to implement what you're learning in your business so that you can see the results in your business. We're also talking about a state of ignorance. You don't know what you're missing until you are exposed to it. So don't be ignorant and walk around and say, I don't need no uh, coaching about business when the last time I checked, you ain't went to school for business. And even then, it only goes to a certain degree because we have ethical codes that we have to adhere to. It also was focused on time as money. I don't know about you. I don't want to waste um, time. I can always get money back. I can invest in a program and I did my homework. It's in a good, it's a good program. I can also invest in a program. I didn't do my homework. I didn't read the sales page and it's a shitty, it's a shitty investment. But at the end of the day, I can't get my time back. I can earn more money. Okay. So please note how you're spending your time through the Google and YouTube university situation. Is it really serving you to go down a YouTube rabbit hole? And then you still come out with information that's conflictual and you still don't know the answer. Okay. If I took over your business, now, woo, put a Y or N in the comment box, right? If I took over your business for the next 30 days, are your standard operating procedures, are there standard operating procedures for me to follow? SOPs is a written document, potentially with videos, but it's a written document to take me step by step. So put a yes or no. Do not lie. If I came into your business and I have the same expertise that you had, and for the most part, I know how to run like civil practice or your EHR, right? Would I know how to process a referral? Would I know how to put people on a wait list? What paperwork you take? Like, are there SOPs for me to follow? What am I talking about here? Let's look at the hashtag. You probably cursing yourself out right now. You probably experience stagnant growth. And this is one of the reasons why we can't hire nobody because you have nothing to give to the person so that they can take over what you're doing. You may also experience burnout. You cannot scale anything if you don't have anything to fucking give, right? You may have trust issues. You got to clear your baggage again, right? And maybe you may say, I'm too busy. But if you're too busy, you're not profitable. OK, so I see a whole lot of no's. We've got work to do. OK, um, how many people are in your circle that is eight to 10 steps ahead of you? Again, this is just something I want you to think about. So are you intimidated by not being in those circles? Do you experience a ego problem? Um, maybe you're eager to learn, which is a great thing. Maybe you can be intrigued when you're around those people. So get around people who are ahead of you. It's OK. You ain't got to be the smartest person in the circle. How many hours a week do you want to work by the end of the year, this year? So put that in the comment box. How many hours a week do you want to work by the end of next year? Put that in the comment box. 
Okay. So we're going to do like three more slides and then we're going to bring on a therapist so that you all can tune in and tap in to therapists who went in their business. And then we're going to return back. So put in the comment box, how many hours a week do you want to work by the end of the year? Dream big, but dream realistic. If you just starting 10 hours a week, probably ain't going to cut it unless you're charging a thousand dollars per client. All right. So we got 40 hours a month. Okay. That's good. 12 hours, 25, 25 to 30. Okay. So this is something you want to think about. If you don't know what that number is, or maybe you need to revamp it and think about it, you need to set up goals. You need to understand your numbers, like how do your clients come in, which is what we talk about in the academy. And you also have to understand what does it take? Who is the person that wakes up every morning to make this stuff happen? That's the B. What activities does that person have to do in order to get to that caseload, whether it's increasing or decreasing your caseload? And then what will be the outcome? So we got 576 a year. We got 25. We got 30. Okay. That's great. So here's the thing. Okay. You, I love this goal. Boy, I heard this on like Dr. Eric Thomas and I'm like, oh, I got to take this and give him credit. Right. So one of the pastors, co-pastors that he has on his podcast, this guy said, you may have champagne goals with a beer mindset. Put a one in the comment box if you like, damn, like, did I trigger something? You got hella big goals, but you got a poverty mindset. Want to pop the bottles? Don't want to invest. Want multi six figures, but you want to do it by yourself, right? Like you ain't popping shit. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying, like you're gonna be popping just I don't know some Target wine, like by yourself, right? <laughs> also, maybe you want to be on a yacht. This is my own little analogy. You might be on a you want to want to be on a yacht, but you operated with a blow up pool bank account. Damn. Let me say that again. You want to dream big, be on a mafia coast, be in Greece on a yacht, but you operated with a blow up pool bank account. That shit will deflate. All I got to do is walk by and kick a hole in it. Okay. <laughs> so that's how easy it is. Get your framework ready. All right. Maybe you want your dream business, but you operating on a non YouTuber because these kids make money. High schoolers budget. I made that up too. Shoot, that's good. I'm just giving y'all different ones to make it hit home. Y'all want these big results, but what are you willing to put in to get that ROI back? Okay. More importantly, you want to open and or grow a profitable, abundant, prosperous private practice with only the knowledge of a therapist to do a biopsychosocial intake. <laughs> okay. So what is your diagnosis? I want y'all to think about that. Whatever word comes to mind. And while I bring on our guests, just put, if it were a word or a phrase, what are you thinking about yourself right now? Is it a, a profanity word? Because I'm a cursor, right? Is it a, yo, I got work to do? Is it, I'm in a good place. I'm straight so far in day one. Thank you, Dr. TK. What is your diagnosis? What would you say about yourself? All right. So now what we're going to do, we're going to transition a little bit. I'm going to bring on a guest, okay? And Kelly- Can you, you hear me okay? Yes, yes, yes. All right. Well, first of all, my diagnosis is still adjustment disorder unspecified, so I'm for sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. She gave herself adjustment, but guess what? Adjustment disorder should expire after six months. Hallelujah. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. I'm, I'm, it's critical. It's critical. <laughs> High risk, but right. I'm, working. I'm working on it. Right. 
So, all right, this is what we're going to do, everybody. Throughout this week, I'm pulling different therapists online that are in our community. We'll chit-chat for like five to 10 minutes. And um, it's really just to help all of this stuff come full circle. And I've chosen therapists because they've been at different stages in their business before they met me. So, Kelly, can you introduce yourself to everyone and let them know where were you at before you joined the academy? Okay. So I'm Kelly Little. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. I'm operating out of California and Southern California to be exact. Um, when I started DTA, I invested, um, I want to say in December, 2021, after watching on the sidelines for like a whole year on your Instagram. So, um, but that, but that's good though, because well, I need to see you warmed up. I needed to see, I needed to know what did this all mean? And um, I'm going to be honest and real. I kept going like, what does this cost? What does this cost? What does this cost? And there was this um, moment, I think, when I, those analogies, I'm like, I'm still trying to recover from analogies. I was like, as I'm thinking about blowing up my pop-up pool <laughs> for my kids today. Anyways, so... I was thinking about like, I need to do something different. Like I need, I need some kind of um, change. And so I had no, no private practice experience other than working in somebody else's. And somebody had shared with me just before I joined. And I say, I joined and I invested because this has been more than what it costs me. It has been about what I'm getting out of it because what I thought I was going to get out of it, I'm way overpaid. Um, but she said, um, why are you making money for other people's dreams? And I was like, okay, I see. I clearly am supporting other people's dreams and not my own. And so I had no private practice actually. And so I want to say I started DTA in March of this year and kind of like gathered all I needed to. If I'm being really honest, what I've gotten out of DTA is not so much just like understanding like what my plans are or like that foundation piece. Mm -hmm. But um, I would also say like the mindset shifts. It's always been the mindset shifts for me yeah. because you don't, you don't learn that in grad school. You learn how to be a effective therapist um, in a box. Mm. Like there's no like, like there's no like um, who am I as a therapist next to my counterparts or my colleagues. So I don't know who I am as a businesswoman. And those two things weren't shifting for me at all. Like to say I'm a therapist and I'm going to open up a private practice didn't register to me until I joined DTA. That Sorry, it was, oh, oops. Was it, wasn't until it was like, oh, this is an actual business. Wait, say that again. This is oh, an shoot. actual business. Like I'm, I'm a therapist who owns a business. Mm not yeah. a therapist in a business, not a therapist. It was, it was literally like, Oh, I want to be successful. And also if it's just me trying to do that, or like if I'm with my, my spouse trying to do this, like what I'm not investing in my business mm -hmm. could affect the way that my family functions. Yeah. So I need yeah. to know that it's going to be like solid. Like I need to walk into it with like a solid foundation. And so in the last what six months? Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, we're five months in. I opened the doors May first, kind of still to your own private practice, my right? Own practice, brick and mortar, telehealth. Super stoked, Kelly Little LMFT dot com. 
Um, and uh, had my first client, ideal client, full pay, May 30th. Wait, everybody, wait, hold on. I want you to do that timeline again. Everybody give it up for, for Kelly. So she had a lot of reshifting in her mind. Lots of reshifting. Had framework. You opened up the doors to your private practice on what day? And then when did you get May your- May 1st, mm-hmm. Mental Health Awareness Month. I did not, and I had a lot of consults, did not have a client walk in my doors until May 30th. Mm-hmm. Ideal client. I didn't know it was my niche yet, but ideal client, full pay. Okay. What did it, let me ask you a question, because this is something that I think could happen as people watch this. Some people may say, okay, wait, she joined this day. She was active this day in DTA. Mm -hmm. And then she says she opened up the doors on this day. And then it took her 30 days to reach her client. What was it like for you mindset wise to be patient for 30 days because you had did all that back office work? What was it like for you to to choose to wait? Because some people don't choose and then they become unhappy with their practice. I'm going to be really transparent. It was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable and it was... um, just uh, trying not to be discouraged, walking in, you know, I'm a faithful person. So walking in a lot of faith, trusting the process and knowing that at the end of the day, like I was working towards something. And so you, you share something that I'm a, I'm a half marathoner. Like I'm, I'm working my way up, like literally. And um, this is, this is a marathon, not a sprint right? Like mm-hmm. you talk about that a lot. And that resonated a lot for me because I was a sprinter, a track sprinter. <laughs> so I was like, oh yeah, like, you know, do what you got to do, get where you need to go, but really like burn out really fast. Mm, yeah. And like low key, ha- my whole high school career ended because I fractured my hip because I didn't do what I needed to do to be able to like continue. So when you said, I was like, well, that hits. Yeah. And so to be a marathoner and train and to really like learn all the things that I needed to do, it was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. There were moments where I doubted myself. There were moments where I was like, I, I had actually applied to other um, places to make the money that I was hoping that I would make in my group, in, in my private practice. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, why am I putting again, money in other people's pockets for my dream? And energy, I'll say. And energy, and energy. energy. And so one thing that I'll speak to and why it was so helpful for me and, you know, not to be all like cliche and corny, but my accountability group. That was my last question. I was going to ask you that, like the the, the get it squad. (laughs) So my get it hook. So, so I, one of the biggest things was putting myself out there within a community that I had to to know that I felt like I was a part of. And I put myself out there, which is super uncomfortable for me, like shaking in my boots, you know, and, um, Hey, like, would you like to be my partner? You know, like putting it out there and having like just a group of people come together and everybody, we don't meet like we used to like on zoom a lot, but we are constantly in that messenger. We are like sharing our wins, talking about our challenges, pumping each other up, Mm -hmm. participating in things that like, you know, that other people are doing. And that was something that one I missed about grad school. Mm-hmm. And that was something that was important too, is that like that community component, yeah. even when we show up to the group, like I've been doing, like I've been going through a couple of rounds. Like mm-hmm. I know looking at even my own assessment, I am not where I want to be. Yeah. There's, 
see my partner. Hey, <laughs> it's like I see. Well, there's like a group of us. There's like five of us. Like we yeah. can. I'm in California, and and um, I'm now in Florida. Um, yeah, Florida, right. So I mean, like even though we're not all like together, and there's like what, like five or yeah, there's like about five of us or so. Mm-hmm. And I think that having that part kept me moving forward. Okay, I'm going to do the next date. I'm doing the next date, asking questions. Because some of these um, ladies are, are like where I want to be. Yeah. Like they're doing what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Or like they're we're doing it all together at the same time. So yeah. I feel like that part of the community is so important. And I think what we lack with business is having that component. Mm-hmm. And so I think if, if, you know, if looking at that, like it just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say Friday was my last day at the group practice. Everybody give it up for Kelly. And <laughs> it, was, it was so like, ugh, like so wild to me, but I am not, I, and I want to reiterate this. I am walking in a lot of faith and trusting the process and I am battling my internal like fears. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Dr. C. <laughs> and my other accountability. See, like this is what you get. This is what you get. And um, what was so so gnarly is that today is my first day as I'm not gonna cry, an official owner of a private practice business. Yay! I'm my own boss. I'm employee of the month. Like I'm doing. Wait, I like that. I'm employee. Of the month. <laughs> I'm employee of the month. <laughs> like I'm just like I'm so excited and um I have um just before I logged in I had another consult ideal client I'm gonna talk to her at two super hey, no. I don't know we'll see what happens but I'm also like looking at it like um by the end by the end of July okay so I just want to this is important so so May 30th first client June 30th, sorry, my kids are wild. June 30th, I had three more clients. And then by, I want to say the end of July, 12 clients. Okay, so hold on. Let me, I'm going to bring this home for everybody because I want them to see the power of the compounding effect, right? Mm. So initially you were talking about the, I'm going to say blocks that you were experiencing internally and externally for like opportunities or whatnot where you were seeking for something and then you found it, but then you were like, let me watch it a little bit, right? Um, Then you decided to take a leap on faith, invest in you, right? Um, And you, I'm gonna say it was a still slow to warm up process, which is most of us because it's, we're in a foreign language area. (laughs) Like we're talking about- I didn't even know what an SOP was. I was like, what are you talking about? Right. So all that happened. And then you decided, let me go ahead and open up the doors and tell people now that I have a business because it's a difference of having a business, but then telling people you have it. So now you opened it. Mm-hmm. 30 days, got your first ideal client, little shaky inside, but you decided not to ruminate about it. I'm just pulling in all the things that we've talked yeah. about today, not allow, uh, not allowing yourself to ruminate about it for so long, right? Still showing up as the best version of you. And then what it sounds like happened is the time span collapsed in a shorter time span because you started to get more and more clients that were magnetically being attracted to you. And you started to build your caseload a lot quicker in a short period of time. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. I will say, go ahead. I'm looking at right now, one, two, three, four, five out of, well, let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, sorry, 13 clients 
four. Look, honestly, I'm gonna be like, I really try not to count them unless they finish that paperwork. Mom, I'm put. That's it's, okay. It's abundance month, so I'm just throwing out there like I got 13 clients. Yes. Yes, exactly. Employee of the month and CEO. That's exactly what we do. And one, two, three, four, five of those clients are full, like full pay. Nice. Like I'm excited. I'm so excited. I sat there and I was like, this is my rate. Yeah. And I waited. I just yeah. wait. So let me let me wrap it up for everybody and like let me highlight something that um Kelly spoke to, but I'm just gonna emphasize it. When you learn information the first go around, you may have to do it again. Otherwise, none of us would have had to do any type of licensure prep hours because they would have thought we had it in our first year practicum. Heck no, that's like dangerous. Okay. So what she really spoke to is consistency, confidence, understanding that there were areas in her business that needed to be built from scratch or revamped from what she had already learned. And sometimes because also she had, she had worked in someone else's practice, she was exposed to the private practice back office to a degree, right? Um, and I'm just speaking from my experience of working in other people's business as well. But what happens is we now have to unlearn information, which can sometimes stagnate the length of the process. So that's something I really want people to hear because there's a lot of people here based off our survey in the beginning that have a private practice, whether it be one year or 22 years, but how much of that information is actually accurate in this new norm for where you want to go in your business for you to be able to grow. You may have to unlearn some stuff. This is why people be in therapy for longer than anticipated because they just trying to come in here and get the goods and put it in something that's messy. We can't take these profitable and abundant strategies and then put it, excuse my language, in a palace shit. <laughs> like, well, yeah. And if I can say something like, yeah. and again, just because I know there's a lot of people on here and there may be a lot of people that haven't or like maybe on the fence. And I know that you had spoke to something. So I don't know if I, I'm stepping on toes, but you had mentioned that this is the last cohort that's going to be able to do this. And mm -hmm. I think that that was one of these kids. Oh, girl, keep talking. I'm like, I'm like, I'm out of tune. I'm like, I'm like, my I I'm like, I'm off today. <laughs> like, Lord, okay. Is that because the information doesn't necessarily, it's not just that it's the same information, but how it's like internalized yeah. is extremely different. Mm -hmm. Like you can read a book and get something out of it. And then you go back and you read that same book and you're like, whoa, I never remembered seeing this. Yeah. And that's, the, that's been, I think I've been through like two cohorts mm -hmm. have like passed since I joined. And like, even you're doing the assessment, I'm doing the assessment again, which was, I just want you to know was zero at the start, <laughs> like zero when I first started. And now like it looks different, but I can see where I'm lacking. Yeah, that's good. And where I'm if I'm not, if I'm not growing, I'm stagnant. If I'm stagnant, then I'm not, nothing's happening. Right. And right. so I feel like that's one of the, um, when I, when I say I invested, mm -hmm. I wasn't thinking I was going to get like all of these forms and you're going to tell me like how to fill them out. Mm -hmm. Like I've applied them, not just to my business, but to my life, to my partnership, you know, mm -hmm. like all of these things have, have expounded for me. I'm, I'm a lifelong learner. Like I'm mm -hmm. a lifelong student. If I'm not learning, then I'm, I'm, staying stuck in in nonsense nonsense i suppose yeah. you know so i think i think that was what was really interesting i know like there's gonna still be more yeah yeah so 
So everybody give it up for Kelly for joining us. I want to thank you for the bottom of my heart. And if you're wondering what she's referencing in terms of like the cohort, we'll talk about that during the latter part of the week in great detail. But again, I just want to highlight the therapists in our community because they've been doing some phenomenal things. And I love when they come on here and like surprise us because we off right now on DTA for like four weeks. But I love to hear like all of the positive things that are continuously happening in their business. And so thank you, Kelly. Thank you. So everybody stay tuned because we're still going to wrap up. All right. So let's go ahead and bring it on home, everybody. Let me know if you're enjoying the boot camp. Let me go back to the window. Okay. So we talked about what is your diagnosis. So let's bring it on home. Are you fired up and ready to execute? Because at this point, you've seen a brief assessment of your private practice and you've been able to see um, what it's been like for other clinicians um, in our program, um, like Kelly, to be able to talk about what it's truly like to actually run a marathon, okay? So are you fired up and you're ready to execute? And or um, do you believe that you can grow with just your degree? Because that's also um, something that a lot of the therapists go through is we may want to grow our business, but then we don't want to grow it past the capacity of us having to invest in ourselves, Okay, so let's go ahead and wrap up. Um, diagnoses. Your diagnoses may look something like this. Do you feel stuck? Um, do you feel more broke? <laughs> like, bang, I need to like fix some things. Um, do you feel like you're still struggling with poverty mindset or maybe you didn't even know that you had one? Maybe you're struggling with an inflated ego, meaning you like to be the highest earner in the room. You like to be the one that knows everything. But the bottom line is if you're the highest earner in the room and you know everything, that means that you're actually not gonna grow, okay? So um, we're going to dive deeper as we go over the next few days, um, especially around inflation, because inflation is real. Um, clients losing or quitting their jobs is real. So put a one in the comment box if you've seen this happen, because this does impact our bottom line. Um, you marketing is real. You not becoming a business owner is real. 2020 is gone and we have entered into what's called a new norm. OK, so why is premarital counseling? If you've ever looked at why do people go to premarital counseling? Why do we may say, oh, it's best that you also seek services outside of the church, maybe based on the way that somebody's church is set up? Well, simply put, when I look at premarital counseling in the church, you can, if you're going outside the church, address more than just spiritual concerns. Open up and not feel judged because you may feel judged, even though somebody may not be judging you, right? You can prepare for obstacles in the future by first addressing what is current, currently at stake, that may be swept under the rug because that's what we do with our business. We may know that we sweep us up under the rug, but we don't take the time out to actually look at what needs to be fixed and create the plan to fix it. Also, you can practice being resourceful, not just collecting resources. So what does that mean in terms of this boot camp? I don't just want you to be showing up, getting this information and not taking action. Bottom line, you may not complete all the workbooks, but look at them, start to go through them, participate in the Facebook group and make sure that you go all in. OK, this is your business. No one can declare the outcome except you. Your future business needs hashtag quote unquote counseling. Don't you want to be married to your business? Now, I'm saying you got to be in bed with your business and be focusing on your business all the time. But if you're doing what you love, you should even feel like you're working anyway. Am I saying that certain seasons won't be difficult? Absolutely not. But what I am saying is that you got to put in the work. 
All right. And if you don't want to get married and fall in love with your business, then that may be one of your main problems because your business is equated to profits and money and getting your time back, right? So if you treat your business like a side hustle, aka like a side piece, some people may be all up in their feelings when I say this, depending on your personal background, but I'm just being real. Most side pieces don't move to first place. Put it to in the comment box if you receive that message. Most, because I know some do, right? Most side pieces never get moved to first place, period. You get sent promises but you don't get that first class ring. And I need your business to have a first class ring. I need your business to be invested within you so that it can give back to you because that's the definition of a good relationship, right? So for taking fast action for day one, let's talk about a book because this is going to be in your workbook along with some prompts, okay? So let's think about a book. A book typically needs a title. You don't read a book with no title. Typically, the title of the book tells the reader what the book will cover, okay? So this is going to be part of your fast action is you're going to do a reflection over the mindset about your business right now, today, right? And your ability to be more successful and profitable. You're going to review based off the prompts in the short, brief workbook. It ain't 10,000 pages, right? It's very brief. But you're going to review how your upbringing, your level of confidence, Maybe your schooling, your thoughts, your circle, your friends, your family have all biopsychosocial have influenced your decision making and your behavior because that all leads to what kind of business owner you are or you aren't. OK, you're going to look at how all of those things, maybe they have something in common because you're going to see what the underlining tone is. And what you're going to start realizing is that there's a pattern and you're going to name your book. So I'm going to give you an example in a second. Step two in your workbook is you're going to go to the next phase in your life because we're going to have a clear out baggage session. Okay, that's this whole boot camp. So a book needs a table of contents. What you're going to do in your workbook is you're going to write a list of at least five to 10 chapters that are titles that describe areas in your life that need to be cleared out in order for your business to succeed. Write a one in the comment box if you understand what I'm saying. You're going to title your book. You're going to list out some things like do a brain dump. You're going to see the commonalities to name your book. Then you're going to say, okay, well, what pieces of this story need to be cleared out in order for me to become the next version of me, right? And then you're going to give those like title chapters, right? So this is what it's going to look like. So let's just say if I looked back 15 years ago, right? So, and I wrote a book, let's just say if I wrote a book today and I'm looking back for the last 15 years. So the title of my book, the theme was from my personal and my business and career, it will be called not good enough. Don't take this, make up your own. Mine will be called not good enough. These will be some of the chapters in my book. I'm making more, um, I'm, I am more than just a black girl from Compton. Why that is the title of my book? Because that's how people saw me and that's how they treated me. And then I took that into my psychology and then I started behaving, not like a girl from Compton, but I'm just saying I didn't believe in myself right? Because people only saw me as that. Um, another chapter would be, I want beyond six figures on my own, not with a job. Another chapter, starting over, but the pain is temporary. Next chapter, I am destined to become a mother. Next chapter, hiring again, this time it will be great. Because what am I really saying? I'm reframing probably what went wrong, right? Um, what the fuck are SOPs? WTF are SOPs, Standard Operating Procedures. Another chapter may be bed rest to six figures. Another chapter, failure to 50K months. Another chapter, therapists can be millionaires, all right? So that's examples of chapters 
in the book. You can always rewatch this video, just fast forward and watch that section. So as a reminder for our online community, this is very important. Um, what you're gonna do, because there's gonna be a threaded post, is I want you to post the title of your book and at least name like three chapters, okay? Name at least three chapters. Now, again, if you are watching this, not in our Facebook group, you do need to go join by going to the website below at drtk.com forward slash bootcamp, okay? Um, now, we are gonna have a bootcamp contest. There will be a total of three winners. And what we're doing is we're looking at your engagement and activities via our prompts every day after the bootcamp, okay? So we are here for five days and we're gonna post five things to help you grow in your business. There will be some bonuses, especially next week, but I'm not gonna disclose those right now. The gifts for the bootcamp will be certain amounts of money that you get to go on Amazon and spend a certain amount of money for your business, not to buy yourself a bundle, not to buy yourself a comb or diapers, okay? If you want to buy a printer and it's within that range, you can do that. Put a one in the comment box if you want to participate in the contest, right? You may want an office chair. You may want a podcast or a cool microphone when you're doing videos or for telehealth. And that is within the range that we send you based off of first, second, and third place. By all means, send us the cart and we need it ASAP so that we can mail you your gift. So there will be a thing that you would have to do. Um, in which we would send you a form based off those who win, okay? Um, and as a bonus, you will also get featured on my social media as a winner on my thread and stories and in our community. And there will be an email that goes out after um, we open and close the enrollment for the Academy, okay? So that's a wrap for day one, all right? So does anyone have any, any questions before we wrap up? How did you all on a scale of one to 10 enjoy the boot camp today? This is only day one. Day one was an assessment. Now, I'm going to be quite 100% real. I am really expecting that everybody is going to go to that free course in our Kajabi platform. You're going to log in and you're also going to do the assessment of the health of your business. So in DTA, we focus on blueprint, reach, automation, niche, and delegation for your private practice. If you also wanna know how you rank in terms of scores and what those scores mean for the back office of your private practice on a deeper level, I would highly encourage you to go do that. And then if you really wanna know if you're leaving money on the table, I have some concrete examples in another part of a more talk through assessment that's also in that course, right? So I'm getting tens of, yes, we got some work to do, <laughs> right? We are walking with wealth of knowledge, but remember, this is resources. I need y'all to go now be resourceful, right? So I really appreciate y'all showing up. So if you're watching live or later, I definitely am walking in a state of gratitude just to let y'all know like how we get down even in my house. My husband works within the company as well. We're very spiritual beings. We had a team meeting this morning at eight o'clock. I told my whole team all last week and this week, we're sending out all positive vibes to every single therapist that signed up for this boot camp, right? And then me and my husband sent a prayer over every individual that are going to get their hands on this video, whether you're watching live or later. So we're spreading spirits. Now, last uh, announcement. You want to make sure if you're watching live or later that you download these workbooks. Effective next Saturday morning, like Friday night, Saturday morning, these videos along with the... Um, workbooks for the bootcamp will disappear.
<laughs> okay. So this is temporary. This Facebook group is not right. But we do other stuff with my podcast and the, um, in the Facebook group, but for this boot camp, you will be able to keep the information, um, for two whole, well, two, two weeks, actually three weeks, I think three weeks. So just make sure that you get up in that thing. You got plenty of time. You have unlimited access to that course though. So at minimum, make sure that you go to that link and get access to it because at a certain date that will also be unavailable. And if you have not registered for it, we shutting it down. You won't be shut out of it if you're in it, but you will be shut down to be able um, to get it right. So um, in the um, manifest a profitable, a prosperous private practice group, You'll know that you're in the right group because it, at the top, it'll have all the dates for the boot camp. And then it should already be in the group, um, the call to actions from today, the workbook and everything else. All right. So I will see y'all on day two, same time. And again, if you're watching this on YouTube or anywhere else, make sure you go um, and, and sign up so that you can get access to that bootcamp group because we are matching your request to your sign up. You gotta sign up the right way, all right? So I will see y'all tomorrow. Have a great day. Love y'all, bye. Listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Therapist Deserve Abundance podcast. Now, I don't know about you, but that flew by way too fast. So if you want more, head over to drtk.com for additional abundant resources. And if you are looking for a tribe of abundant therapists like yourself to bounce around ideas and tap into another level of business growth abundance, be sure to join our Facebook community exclusively for therapists. The link is waiting for you at drtk.com dot com.